0: And welcome to Pods Like Us. I'm Martin Quibell, known to my friends as Marv. And this time, I'm speaking with Arthur Howell from um, Two Cents Critic. Hey, Arthur, thanks for speaking today.
1: Hello. Yes, I'm Arthur, and I want to thank you so much for having me on. And yes, I'm the host of Two Cents Critic, which covers books, movies, and TV shows—not just covers, but it, like you know, does reviews and recaps. That's what I'm really trying to do. Dive into them, get them break breakdown, some guests.
0: I don't need to explain what the show is about now. But at the same time, so we'll go into that then. I mean, it's interesting because a lot of shows will specifically look at one of those. So you'll have a film review show, you'll have a book review show or a television review show. Sometimes you have like pop culture shows. So... What made you decide to make it multimedia, essentially, as opposed to the other? Did did you do it because you just wanted to not be stuck with one subject and if you wanted to go all over the place?
1: Well, basically, yeah, because I have always been interested in all kinds of media, just like books, movies, and TV shows, even when I was little, and I've always wanted to just give my – my views, my thoughts and the, my thoughts, my opinions, and some form of fashion. And I do consume a lot. Like I feel like maybe just lean just a bit more towards books and movies, but definitely TV shows. Consuming those, and I think that also does speak does a translate over to the podcast. Like like I think if you go to podcast, I think you would definitely find more episodes covering movies and books compared to TV shows because I feel like like because I, I always try to. Bring guests on and go, like, hey, you want to cover a TV show or something like that? Because TV shows do take a bit, you know, they take longer to consume than just a, a movie or a book. So I think that is why it is harder usually to do an episode on a, on a on a TV show because I have to find a guest or multiple guests who are willing to commit to that. But in general, yes, I want to try to, you know, spread myself across all three fields.
0: Boom. We're going to go to something now a bit earlier than we have in the notes because it's strange because your show started one way and then it's changed very in a big way, essentially. So it started as uh, an AI voice, essentially, uh, doing the shows. And that was like just that that voice speaking on behalf of yourself, doing your reviews. Um, And there were very relatively short shows as well. But then you changed that format, decided to uh, be yourself, essentially, on the show. But also, it became more of a show where it's not just you, it's other people as well and guests. And so what made you change? What made you first of all start the way that you started? And then what was the sort of like the eureka moment of you saying oh do you know what i'd just rather be myself
1: uh so for that for, for, so for that i'm gonna have to go back in time to when i did the blog because the way this podcast started was on my blog two cents click which is still up and i don't it's not as nearly as active as it used to be like i don't really post on the blog adverts anymore but i'll do like do it you know every once in a while but basically i had a blog two cents critic and i always forget it i know i started it either in 2018 or 2019 i always forget that for some reason but back then i started it back then and then i was just writing reviews again but you know books movies or tv shows on the blog and then a few years passed by and then and then i ended up uh finding out about this feature on wordpress where it's like oh you can take these reviews or you know take your posts and translate them into podcast episodes by having this yeah you know, this, this voice you know like this ai voice read the posts out loud and so i was like at that point i was like huh you know that, that sounds intriguing you know let's try this let's try this out especially because i have you know i had been thinking about podcasting sometime and uh you know for so, so sometimes especially as someone who I, I listen to tons of podcasts so that was always on the brain i was like you know i'll get into podcasting sometime and then at that point it's like well you know what let's try this out so i did the ai voice for the first few episodes with ryan's last dragon that was my first my very first episode if you go all yeah. the way back ryan's last dragon which is a movie that i still enjoy by the way very much but uh I did the AI voices for sort the of episode, and then the Eureka moment, Uh, I feel like the Eureka the Eureka moment happened probably just like maybe, I don't know, five episodes in or something like that. Was like eventually after doing this for you know a few weeks, I was like, you know what? I feel like I'm gonna I'm gonna have to eventually transition over to recording the podcast, you know, by myself, you know, like with with, with my own voice, you know, just like do a live episode. So eventually it transitioned over to that. And the first episode that what that happened where I was doing a live episode, not just the AI voice, that was Luca, Pixar's Luca. And another movie that I also enjoyed quite a bit. Like very one party movie, and I did my first live episode on that. And then as you were saying, you know, having guests on. And it, that was and now, that was also interesting because then it was like, well, I'm going to do the podcast by myself, you know, it's just like, you know, that was my plan kind of from the start. I think I do it by myself, but also every once in a while, you know, bring in some guests because I, again, I listened to t- a lot of podcasts and there were some hosts. So I'm like, you know what, I feel like it would be really, really interesting to bring you on, just have some discussions on books, movies and TV shows. So eventually I would, you know, bring in more guests, which, uh I remember was the first episode. What I had guests on was an episode on the fine video sci-fi time travel series, The Smart War. And I had on Ryan and Tyler as my guests for that. they over from Garbage Town and Dumb yeah. Dumbs and Dice. And very comedic, very comedic, very funny shows. And that was a blast. And then eventually just brought on one more guest. And then once I did that, once I got more comfortable reaching out to guests, bringing them on, setting down a schedule board, then I was like, you know what? Maybe it would be nice to have guests on for every episode. And now that's that's what I, that's what I do now. Which does it does come with its own obstacles every now and then when, when you do have to work in the schedule, sometimes guests have to cancel, and you have yeah. to you know shift things all around. So that just comes with, with its own obstacles. But overall, it's been quite a quite a fun ride,
0: definitely. I mean, one uh, what, what standout for me listening to uh, the show was I really enjoyed one where you were just generally back and forth with, with your own mum and uh, with your own mother, and you were sort of like, you you chose a subject, then your mother chose another subject, then you chose a subject, and you right. took it in turns. And that was a fascinating episode to listen to as well, because there's that natural rapport between you and your mother that's just just shines through the episode you can see the relationship that's there between you both right Yeah, that was
1: yeah that, that is definitely a standout episode because i feel like it breaks away from the formats i usually have and i think when you i have, I have a very specific format for my show i just I, i'm just like as a person i just like to keep things structured that way helps to, you know, keep things a little more a little more predictable. It's like, yes, this will happen, this will happen, this will happen. So usually I just have like the you know, entry to my desk, then we'll have the, you know, we'll offer our thoughts and opinions, then give our score, then do a plot breakdown, then do a recommendation, and then promote where people can find us. You know, that's usually the general structure. But for this episode that you just brought up, yeah, it was just more more yeah. of a conversational i at like we we brought in we we went into it knowing like hey you know let's bring in a few topics we'll talk about them and that's what we just went off of those topics and that was that, that that was fun to do definitely to you know, just have to just have this conversational back and forth and there ha- it happened times because normally i just do like the movies and books and tv, TV reviews but have been times when i'm like could i do like a side series on a podcast where it is just more conversational, like maybe what is it? maybe it's just like regular old banter, maybe like something you hear on I don't know, like a like music so as an example, like you know, just like recent like you know, just conversations about everyday life. Or it could it be like news, could it be like movie news, TV show news, book news, you know, stuff like that. I've always I've always been like, should I do a side series on that? But you nope. Know, Maybe sometime in the future, maybe sometime, but for the most part, it is going to be the structured format. But again, the conversational flow, I do love that, yes.
0: I'm wondering if your friends now, if you go to the cinema to watch a film, will your friends fear that they'll come back to your house to, you know, just have some time after being at the theatre? And they'll be worried that they'll come in and find a, a a load a load of microphones on a table waiting for them to discuss the film.
1: Uh, no, no, it, it, it's not usually like that. It is just like a uh, well, well, because here's the thing: I feel like the fans that I would be like in my own fan circle, I. Do, I have actually brought some of them on on the podcast in the past uh just to have like these discussions but I don't think I don't think they be hustons uh, let me just say that I don't think they'd be hesitant, especially as like a movie fans themselves like very like cinephiles. I don't think they'd be Hustons you know we even have a, a lot of the fans I have like we' are a, a, a film Discord server and so we'll have lots of discussions so you know if anything if anything I feel like they'd be eager you know, to jump on and offer their opinions.
0: Yeah, because I know when I've been to been to watch films with friends and with my, my own, with Louise, my other off. Uh, we it, one of the best things I find is you know that a film has hit you in the right place when afterwards there is so much discussion between you and the people that went to see the film, and. It's those conversations after the film that sort of like heighten the whole experience of going to watch films with people. Definitely,
1: I, I love those discussions as well. And it's funny that we're we'll talking about this because actually earlier today I saw Oppenheimer in the theaters yeah. with my mom, and so that was that was nice to you know. was not it, it was great. I I loved the movie. It was, you know, great to see it in the theaters. And then my mom and I were discussing it afterwards. So that was really fun and just like oh, <laughs> in general, like the movie was like I love again. I loved it. It was a very a very really emotional. It's a phrase that I keep keeps popping into my head when I when I think about how I feel about the movie. But in general, yeah, too, after after movie discussions or even like a not not, not even just the theater, but also with my girlfriend, we will stream a lot of movies together. And uh, afterwards, it's always nice to have discussions with her as well. It's like, hey, hey you know, what do you think about the movie? You know, all of this, all of this good stuff.
0: So you've already said that you have a structure to the, to the episode. Um, so you're able to explain that structure and what sort of research do you do leading up to each episode? Mm.
1: So for the research, uh, it's the, it, it depends, like, you know, the, the details of the research itself usually depend on whether it's book, movie or TV show was just in, in general. In general, as uh, a research, will just be consuming the content, whether it's watching a movie or TV show or reading a book, uh, taking notes. And for me personally, I take lots of notes. I'm just very detailed in that fashion. So when I'm just consuming content, I'll just take you know notes on what's happening, you know, in the plots and the other side thoughts that I have. Of what's happening? And that's also I usually like I I even have like a in my app the iPad right here, and I usually take some you know take some notes, and the notes can be <laughs> quite long, quite long, and also just uh, looking up background information on you know what I've been. Watching or reading as well, just to collect anything else. So, if anything like you know, for say, for a movie, just, let's just say on film movie, you know, just go on Wikipedia, just do some general superficial research that way. Just Google any and then, and then do some more googling to try to learn any other uh, any other trivia about the movie, maybe any behind the scenes details. uh Sometimes I also like to. I I also definitely do research for. For a movie again, for a movie, or even for a TV show as well, or I guess for a book, for like for, for authors, I always do research on the people as well. It's like for so for actors or for directors, authors, writers, you know, screenwriters. Just in general, look up the credits, see what connections they have to other pieces of the media, so I can also introduce any of those facts into into the episode. In general, try to keep things. A uh, comprehensive as possible.
0: So you've you've done all the research, you've got the structure there, and so how do you then record and edit the show?
1: So for that, when I'm uh, recording, I use Zencaster. Zencaster has always been uh, well, I, I I not I guess not always. I was gonna say it's always been reliable for me, but I'll say most of the time it's been reliable. It happened the times when Duncaster just uh, decides to conk out and it's like oh crap oh why why but you no know, technological stuff before that i did use uh zoom and zoom i, I used that but then oh no it turns it is now it's like oh if you use the free version of zoom which i only have the free version not the pro version if you have the free version you uh you have yours with 40 minute time limit so that's when I was like, oh, no, I guess I got to switch over to Lancaster now. <gasps> but for the most part, Lancaster, again, has been pretty reliable. And then for, for editing. uh, editing. Now, that is a process that I have become quite familiarized with. Just editing and garage band, trying to take out uh, like any dead space, any stutters. Any ums, ahs, I especially for me, it's uh, I I've grown accustomed to hearing my voice when I'm editing by now. So like and you know I know the I know what I say. I know when I stutter too much. or for some reason I say and a lot it's like and don't just drag out the and. So I do try to cut those out. I don't I don't cut everything out because I do want to have some kind of like natural human speech in there. But for the most part, I do try to do try to cut out the extraneous noises or dead spaces that they that are. And, and, and because of that, it can uh, get quite lengthy. Sometimes an episode could take, I don't know, six hours maybe to edit. Uh it's a lot of work, but I do like it's worth it because I do want the episode to be as as possible to listen to, and also it does make me strange to think about that because when when I was uh, starting to show, when I was starting to record it live, I actually made the mistake of not editing the episode. It doesn't even occur to me that editing was necessary. Or well, like yeah. you know, the intensive editing. Maybe I did some editing here and there, but not nearly as as intensive as I wanted. But then uh, I forgot at a specific point, unfortunately. But at some point in the podcast, definitely before 2022 ended, maybe like in the middle of 2022 or earlier than that, maybe. I don't know. But sometime I was like, you know what? I should really focus more on the editing, make the episodes as clean as possible to listen to. So that's why it makes it a little painful to think about the early episodes and be like, oh, like because I haven't to listened to them. I don't want to listen to them and just like, I feel like it'll be a bit painful, but like, oh, how is it to listen to, to those earlier episodes? You know, like how was it was editing wise, you know, it's like, oh no, is it is it kind of uh painful to listen to the stutters and stuff? I don't know, but at least now that I was editing, editing wise, you know, again, I'm I'm a scrupulous about that.
0: I used to be really meticulous and probably over the top with editing when I started. Uh, but now, I, I I take out some stutters to a certain degree, and some ums, ars, and uh, what was it? Somebody mentioned to me recently that I say the word "so" a lot. And now, when, when you when people point these things out to you, you can't help but notice you're doing it, and you, yeah. you try to take it out. You're like, no, I don't need that in there. Um, but oh. yeah, I don't. I, I'm not quite as harsh with it now. Because I found that it, if you over, if if I overdid it like I did back then, I used to spend days and days editing, literally. And I thought it doesn't actually sound very natural if I do it too much, because it's like do, 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 rigid, almost musical, and it's it's staccato in a sense. It's like do 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 do, and it follows a beat when people speak, and you find it's too structured in a sense.
1: Yeah, well, and see, that's the thing. That's why I do, like I said before, I do try to leave some uh, some of it in. But, I don't know. And then, I I do think, maybe, am am I being a bit too scrupulous about it? I I probably am. I probably am. But, I don't know. I just, uh, I'm very meticulous in that fashion, and just like, sometimes, like, just sort of leaving certain sounds in the episode. It'll be like, eh, it's just like a, it's just, Tricking away in my brain. No, no, no. But I don't know. Maybe I'll listen up someday. Maybe I won't. I don't know. But in any case, that's the way I have it right now.
0: Maybe it's a bad thing. I don't know. So, how do you choose what you're going to speak about?
1: So, for that, I always uh, actually have a list of, in my notes, my notes app of what I want to cover. Just things, th- things like, hey, no. All these movies and books and TV shows that I want to cover, and usually the way I do it is uh, pretty much just purely like what I'm interested in. Because I, if you listen to my show, I do a lot of you know different stuff, you know, some uh, some uh, like maybe romance or action, maybe some science fiction, you know, lots of stuff. And I just you know do what uh, interests me because I feel like my tastes are quite omnivorous that way. And so that's why I'm always just like, oh, you know, put it down on the list. Like, uh, for example, like a like Paddington has been on the list for a while. I haven't done that yet, but I want to someday. Or, or a Toy Story, Crazy Rich agents and like the Timeless. That's a time travel TV show. Been on my list for a while now for TV shows. i Just yeah lots of different stuff like that, and it's always kind of put it onto the list, and then, and then when I reach out to guests, you know offer these options up to them and offer I usually do like maybe three or four or five options to the guests I reach out to and be like hey you know uh, these these options what do you think about them you know which one do you want to pick and that's how we usually come down come down on
0: them I was very surprised with the uh, by Crazy Rich Asians I really enjoyed that film and didn't think that I was going to enjoy it as much as I did
1: that was a yeah. That was a really fun movie. I feel like, well, in my whole gallery of rom coms, I feel like with Agents* is definitely one of my favorites. And it's funny because I actually read the i read the first two books, and I, I haven't read the third book yet, but I want to. It's on my TV file. But to the, there's the movie, I enjoyed the movie and the books as well. But it's funny because the the books have a different tone than the movie. The movie is very much. The tone is very much set up as your know, typical rom-com style, but the book is much more of a like a biting satire and more like a dark comedy kind of tone. So it was interesting to to uh, see how that tonal shift was uh, was executed, but I think it was handled well. Again, I think again I enjoy both the book form and movie form, and I'm like, well, it's the sequel. Hope uh, hopefully the sequel, you know, It's handled well. <gasps>
0: I hope so. So how, how do you um, decide which guest that you're going to have on the show and how do you get them onto the show?
1: Mm, so for that, usually it is a good mixture of podcasts that I just listen to regularly and then also a mixture of podcasts where I haven't listened to them before but then I end up finding about out finding out about them, whether it's on, you know, maybe social media, maybe maybe they, they like pop up on Spotify, maybe you know, there'll be a page like, oh, you know, podcasts like this other podcast that you listen to. And then the podcasts pop up and I and I look at maybe, you know, I look at cover arts, I look at, you know, what they what episodes they've done, or maybe I look at their social media and I'm like, hmm, this looks like an interesting podcast, you know, maybe to bring on and then I'll, you know, I'll check them out, you know, listen to a bit of the show and see, like, hey, you know, could our, could our vibes mesh? You know, use a host, sound like, you know, people who would be able to have some, you know, some good old discussions on Two Cent Critics. And so, and, and also it could be podcasts of really any kind. Again, my tastes are, I'm nervous that way, not just with books, movies, and TV shows, but also with podcasts. So it could be any kind of podcast. It could be like a podcast that does, Movies, books, TV shows. It could be a podcast. that's just about conversations. Maybe it's just banter. It could be a podcast about what maybe what are talking about. You know, maybe music, uh, or just you know any sort of podcast like that. You know, or maybe a podcast about video games. You know, whatever. Or just pop culture. Maybe you know, geekly. Uh Maybe a podcast uh, about sex. You know, you know, just any podcast. It's been, you know. I'm open to all options, and then once that is, a uh, once I got that down, once I have a guest, I'm like, hey, you know, let's see if I can bring you on. I will reach out to them. Uh, usually, but these days, it's usually DMs through Twitter or Instagram. I feel like those are usually the best options. I have also emailed the podcast uh, directly if they have the email presence and usually like, you try to use social media first but email is also like a, a good secondary route as well and just uh, reach out to them and be as you know, professional as possible, just be like, hey, you know, lay it, lay it out be like, hey, you know, I'm Arthur Howell, the host of Two Cent Critic uh, if you're interested on in doing an episode on, you know, a book, a movie, a TV show uh, reach out to me, you know let's see if we can get something cooking and then usually, uh, I feel like I feel like the rate, the rate, the percentage of people who respond like, compared to people who don't respond, usually it's about 70, 30. I feel like 70% of people responding. I feel like it's pretty good. Yeah.
0: You've, you've, sorry, I, I keep doing this. Every time I have, I have guessed. I'll suddenly think of an idea and I'll think, and I, I just, while you were speaking, I was thinking, I, in my head, I thought Wall Street and all these other films. Do you know that are to do with like business? And I thought, wouldn't it be cool if you could have like do a do a film on one of those, fil- do a show on one of those films, or a book that's related to, and get somebody from say a business podcast or a a, a podcast about finance on to discuss their thoughts on the film, but also get their you know, real-life experience sort of explaining where the film's maybe got it right and maybe where it's a bit not quite there as well. I just have this strange idea there of you speaking to people who do whatever the film's about, do shows with those people all about the films, maybe, or the TV shows or the books. Yeah.
1: Uh- Okay, so it's funny that you do bring that up because actually there is an episode like that. It's that, the first one that pops my mind is I did an episode on The Roommate by Rosie Dannen, which is a contemporary romance novel. And I just want to say, am I allowed to swear on the podcast? Go on. Okay. Uh, because my, the guest I brought on was uh, Rue Willow of Oh Fuck Yeah, which Ruin Willow and so and i was and I, and I was sitting because she does like a, a erotica on the podcast and publishes a, her own erotica and that was fitting with the roommate because it's a, it's a podcast uh I, I just as a book The roommate by rose by rose d dannon it's a romance novel that does deal with uh the porn industry and sex work one of the leads is a, a porn star and so i feel like that is a situation that is a fitting with what you're talking about, like bringing in someone who has knowledge about this specific field and is able to give their own insights on how like how it executed you know, like and, and uh, the book is by the way, it's really made by Rosie Dan Dan and uh, I enjoyed it very much. and I did enjoy how the guest was able to bring in bring in her own her own insight on the on the book, but uh, so uh, I feel like there aren't any episodes like that, unfortunately. That jumped out to me was like, yes, you have a specific insight on this field, but yeah, I enjoyed it for the for the remake. I enjoyed it a lot, and and then Wolf both Wall Street. I should mention, uh, I have not seen it yet, but it's on my watch list.
0: We could get the guys from DIY for Business on as your guest to discuss that, maybe.
1: <laughs> yes, yeah, that that would be that would be very really interesting. Definitely, definitely. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So we've already touched on the from AI to reality. So entertaining surprises. You asked me what I meant about this. And what I meant by this was situations where you've gone into a film or gone to read a book or watch a TV show. And it surprised you in one way or another. You know, you've gone to watch it and thought, wow, this turned out much better than I thought it was going to be. Or on the other hand, you've got the other side of it, where you went in expecting something, and you got something you really weren't expecting. That way as well.
1: Uh, so, one example that leaps to mind is last night in Soho, the Edgar Wright movie. Because before going going into that movie, I was definitely aware of how uh, how much hate it had gotten. And I was like, I know, I know, this gets a lot of criticism. I know that Star act definitely takes a direction that uh, people don't like, but I went into it. I was actually watching it with a few friends on uh, on Discord. We were streaming it on Discord, and I ended up enjoying the movie a lot. And I was, I guess, that definitely counts as a as a big surprise. Where it's like, oh, uh, this movie was actually quite strolling. I would say yes. Like not without a flawed. Again, I do see why people hate what the third act turns. I think I was able to forgive the the rough writing of that third act because of how the movie had progressed before that. Like I just love like just like how mindfuckery it was. Like how and the horror tone and the the, the twists and turns, the, the cinematography, the music, the actors performances well, i think so much of that was so compelling to me so riveting that i was able to forgive the writing in the third act and so that was definitely a, a good surprise there i feel like if we're going to go to the other end of the, the spectrum what what also pops in mind immediately is Blade Runner 2049 which i know people love i know people love it a lot you know it's like oh one of the one of the most beloved movies in Hollywood, but then it's like, oh no! After I saw it, I was like, I don't really care for this movie aside from a few aspects of it, But like, I love the visuals, you know. Like, visually is amazing. Cinematography, you know, cinematography is amazing. Uh, but I didn't Ridley really Scott. care. <gasps> Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, okay, here's the thing. I actually love the first movie. The first movie is really good.
0: Oh, yeah, because it's not not Ridley Scott for 2049, is it? No, of course.
1: No, no, it's the Neva and the News.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, which, yeah, so Blade Play- It's the first movie, I actually did love that. Quite good. But the, yeah, the sequel, again, it's like I didn't really care for the story. Uh, I just didn't like the first acts had to compelled, but then after that, it's like, I don't know, it just, didn't get me emotionally invested in it i also uh i i saw that it was a uh, quite misogynistic i don't think the women characters get left out all that much and i had criticisms about that it's like certain elements was like oh this feels very male gagey there's like one specific scene in the movie where i compared it straight to a scene from her and it's like These two scenes, like the scene from her is handled with so much more fleshed out emotion compared to this exact same scene in 2049. And I just didn't, I don't, I I, I keep thinking of 2049 as like one of the most overrated movies in Hollywood. Again, that's my personal opinion. So if anyone is listening to this and you're like, you're a huge Blade Runner 2049 fan. Hey, you know what? You can love the movie. That's your valid opinion. Me. I think it's
0: overrated. So, are there any other standout episodes of your show?
1: Mm. Uh, standout episodes, definitely. I think. Uh, I feel like you were bringing up to one is my mom, just uh, the, the conversational, just like you know, bringing up some topics and news back and forth. I feel like yeah, that is a good one, just because of how it does stand out from the from the formats. And also, the episode I did was. Uh, with Tori found a podcast ready to be petty on everything ever all at once yep. and that is a, a great episode I don't know I'm saying it's a great episode maybe that's a bit uh, i played it I don't know but it's, a, it's my own show but whatever I still think it's a standout episode and that was really fun to talk about it with her the movie and my favorite movie of 2022 which that's never no opinion, but still, you know, my favorite movie, and that episode is, I think, almost three hours long, if I recall it correctly, or three hours. It's it's somewhere around that range. We had wow. a lot to discuss on that movie.
0: <laughs>
1: and another, another another notable episode is one that I did for my second anniversary of Two Cents Critic, and it was, yeah, back in March, second anniversary, and for that one, I actually brought on multiple guests. It was like almost like a reunion of like multiple two cents critic guests who had come on in the past. we bring them all in to do some trivia games. And so that was really fun to just have some have some fun, play some trivia, you know, answer some questions. And it was nice to have a camaraderie between everybody on the show. Also, it was a, a bit cumbersome, I would say, just scheduling everyone in. Like having to figure out figure out the sketchboards, have everyone in the same in the same Zencaster room. So at some point I'm like, wait, can my computer handle this? Because my computer can get a weak sometimes. It's like overloaded. It's like, oh, can it handle all of this all of these guests, like all of this electronic activity? (gasps) But yeah, that's another standout episode.
0: I had the very same uh, nervousness last year uh, because last year was the 60th anniversary of Dr. No, the first Bond film uh, with Sean Connery. And so I thought, Oh, as a, as a Bond fan, I thought, Oh, it would be great to get uh, different people from different Bond or James Bond related podcast and spy related podcasts together. And and then I thought, oh, well, we'll have a small group together. And then suddenly I had all these people joining the conversation and I thought, oh, my God, I've got 10 people in this conversation. Oh, 10, and, oh, my God. And look, look, it's lucky, really, you know, that Zencast gives you separate feed for everybody as well and it's clean as well. Yeah, um, yeah definitely. Because it comes from everybody's, you know, accounts but even then you know it was like it was almost a nightmare in a sense because of that many people being involved but at the same time it was a great great it was a lot of fun
1: oh yeah I definitely definitely I mean uh, just to go back to what you said about ten people, like oh, I, I didn't, I didn't even have that many people for the trivia episode. I just had, I think, maybe seven, if I recall correctly. Well, actually, it started out at seven, but a couple people ended up having a job out over time because of time issues, so It went down to went down a couple people, but still, oof, ten. <gasps> but uh, yeah, it's just uh, like you were saying, yeah, just it was fun, you know. And I, I agree, it was, it was fun, just like have, having people on, and just having having our, our vibes all combined, you know, get in some jokes, get in some tangents. Yeah, it was definitely it was quite a blast. And in the future, I would like to do something like that again. I would definitely would like to. Uh I don't know how I do that though, because like for this specific format, I just had it for the you know trivia for the second anniversary celebration. So I thought like, okay, this is a proper event to have all these guests come in. So Uh, I don't know if I'll have another trivia thing in the future. Could I bring in multiple people for uh, discussing something? I don't know like what you're doing with Dr. No. Uh, I don't know. But it's definitely something I want to repeat in the future.
0: Absolutely. I'll I'll let you into a secret as well. Well, a few people know about this now. I've said it before. But uh, with that James Bond episode, there were certain times where people would speak over each other. And I was listening, I was thinking, what that person said is interesting, but you can't hear it with all the voices there together. So I ended up doing a really bit of a bit of smart editing there. So what I ended up doing was I ended up keeping all these bits that were spoken over each other and just exp- extended the conversation. So you do hear these bits, but you don't hear them over the top of each other. And I just made it carry on flowing in editing. It it was a longer episode than it ended up, than it was when it was recorded.
1: Okay. Yes. I'm glad you brought that up because I have had to use that very same tactic myself. Uh, not even just on the, on the trivia episode, which I did. I did do it that because I got of voices and, but it, it was not only just that, it has been done. I've I've had to execute it on other episodes as well, uh, just because each of these episodes was like, you know, I think, have I, have I ever had an episode, aside from a trivia episode? You know, I'm just trying to think back because I don't think I've ever had an episode where I've had three guests on aside from the trivia episode, unless I'm forgetting something. But usually it's just two people, two guests on. Uh, but yeah, it's just like you know, just gotta, as you're saying, expand it, keep the conversation flowing, you know, because I do want everyone, I know I, I want the voices, you know, to, to be to be heard. And although I won't say sometimes it is, sometimes it is tricky. Just gotta, you know, you gotta be careful about it, gotta be careful about it, because if you arrange things where it ends up not making sense, if someone says something and someone else says something else, you know, because like with editing, sometimes it, it's like, wait. Why does this person say this? And then that other person says something else. It just, it just doesn't flow together. So I have to be careful about that.
0: And, and now I it's it's a bit more tricky now because I have to put video together for for going on YouTube as well. So that, that would be difficult to edit now because, you know, it wouldn't work with a video element. Um, so what have I got next? Set life plan for media. Right, so what I mean by that is, do you have, so everybody has a work and time out of work schedule, essentially. You know, you're at work for this time and that's your home life and whatever. So do you have an actual plan for how much time you spend watching television, watching films, uh, reading books, or is it just something that you naturally do anyway without having to set a plan and do you also set a plan for when you're going to write your notes as well?
1: So for that, I do, uh, again, try to keep it structured. I usually do have a fan of watching, you know, watching my movies and or TV shows and or 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 and reading books. Uh, it's not like it's not as it's not strict enough to be like, OK, I'll do it at this, like, in this specific chunk of the day. You know, in this specific bit of time, it's not that strictly usually, but it is more like a general, like, hey, you know, today I'll be squeezing in, like, I'll be squeezing in two movies, or hey, I'll be squeezing in, uh, you know, sometimes to read books sometime in the afternoon. You know, maybe I don't know, maybe I don't know which part of the afternoon, but sometime in the afternoon, you know, so that kind of general scheduling. And then for notes, usually, so for the notes, that actually happens usually as i'm consuming the content so if i'm reading a book you know i'm t- just taking the notes as i go along through the book you know as i'm reading through the chapter and just hey you know okay if this is happening this plot point is happening i'll go back to notes take the notes just uh or someone says this quotes that i want to make sure i keep in the notes maybe to quote it on the podcast i'll you know copy and paste that over to the notes and I feel like that process, I I feel like that describing a process like that, it sounds like it could be jarring to do that. Maybe it could break the flow. But for me personally, I've been okay with it. I've just like, you know, it doesn't break the flow for me to just like read something or watch something and then take, you know, pause for a bridge just to take some notes as I'm going through the content. You know, I've been okay with it personally. So let's have a
0: look. Book, film, music. Well, not music, book, film, TV, you can include music if you like. Uh, What would you say is your go-to for each or your one that, you know, is your favourite of each, sort of like your favourite book, your favourite film, favourite TV show, or, you know, that you would go back to? Mm. Uh,
1: So are well, you ask asking specifically for like genre or for any specific titles.
0: Maybe specific. I don't know. It's up to you whether you go for a genre or for a title. It's up to you, really.
1: Well, then, in that case, I've got some options. But I suppose let's say for let's say for genres first. I want to say for genres first. If we talk about genres, I find that if I'm if we talk about movies, I find that yeah thriller and or sci-fi yeah it tends to be the things that will grab me first for movies just uh like a few examples maybe like inception or uh uh, eternal sunshine of a spontaneous mind another favorite movie of mine her Mm, not to say that i don't enjoy movies with other genres you know again i'm never as tastier but we're just focusing on Thriller and sci fi, you know, that's those those are the first options that pop up in my head. Yeah. And then for TV shows, I feel like I feel like TV shows I do, I'm more, uh, I'm broader on. Uh, That being said, I guess for TV shows, I do enjoy, I do enjoy me some good old, like, you know, maybe some, like some phaser. You know, Faith is a good example of like just TV shows that I really enjoy, or other TV yeah. shows like it's a good place. Uh Ted now, so Avatar's The Last Airbender. Uh I wanna say Seinfeld, because I really enjoy, like I really enjoy Seinfeld, but I haven't seen Seinfeld in a while. But I'll still show that in and I feel like I should be uh re-watching that sometime. Uh anime. I actually do enjoy a lot of anime as well. And actually just uh rewatched Death Note. Yeah. And I did a whole podcast on Death Notes. So that was a uh, really fun to do. And then for books, mm, for books, I feel like in that case, I feel like uh, uh yeah. Romance, I feel like romance and science fiction. Romance and or science fiction is where the books hit for me. Uh with maybe thriller kind of like landing just below, just below those two. Maybe thriller leading more towards science fiction. If I do enjoy me some good old sci-fi thriller novels like Recursion by Blake Crouch, that's a very good one. And I actually have that on, on docket. I, 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 a friend of mine will be coming on the show sometime in the future. He's still reading the book, but we're doing a podcast on Recursion. So looking forward to that. Uh, other books like uh, The Kiss Potions by Helen Huang. That's a yeah. favorite of mine, a romance novel, which I did a podcast on that, and *The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue* by V.E. Schwab, which isn't really sci-fi, much more fantasy, but still like you know, fantasy romance, you know, fiction. Uh, I guess life life fiction. I guess you could call it, it because of the way it, like expands the characters' lives, or literary fiction. But yeah, books like that *Gone Gold*, uh, gone, gone gold by yeah. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah, that's
0: a good one, Gideon Flynn. Oh, that's a good one, a good fellow. Um, I can going do some, put some of my own in there as well. But I mean, I quite like. I mean, but book wise, I, I I like a lot of science fiction. I like, uh, you know, um, I mean, I've said that Philip K. Dick, for instance, is a good ideas person with his stories. Mm. um um uh, ian banks um some thrillers i quite like some there's some lee child books that i like and there's some that i'm not too fond of um film wise very much science fiction uh although saying that my favorite film of all time is singing in the rain um so tell, tell i watch this time i watch this but um and um Oh, what was I going to say i read a lot of poetry i like poetry books um Ooh. and t- television shows my favorite tv franchise is star trek but there you go if anyone's Ooh. interested in what i'm interested in
1: that's good yeah star trek i feel like i i have seen a few episodes of star trek when i was little but i haven't really consumed much of it i will someday i vote someday I feel like between the two, between, like, you know, it's always like, oh, are you, you know, in the Star Trek or Star Wars? And I guess for me, I guess I do lean towards Star Wars, even if I have my own ambival- ambivalent feelings about where Star Wars has headed now, but still leaning towards Star Wars. And, oh, I can't, I, I, I should have, I've got the name of this, uh, Coco. Co- Coco is definitely a, yeah. a favorite movie of mine. And general, Pixar doesn't great work, but yeah, Coco is high up there, and Incredibles.
0: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. I like the. Um, have you seen the The Incredibles in the trailer? Uh, there were some fakes. There were some scenes that never ended up in the film, such as there's a scene with the with Mister Incredible where he's in the bedroom putting the suit on or something at some point, oh, oh. and then his wife shouts, "Oh, do you want something for dinner?" And he's there and he can hardly fit into his suit, and he says, "Yep, maybe a salad." But that bit never actually ended up in the film. And when I saw I remember, the film, I was disappointed because I thought, where is that scene?
1: I remember that. Yeah. I, I completely forgotten about that about that scene now from the trailer. But now you're reminding me reminding me of it. And I was like, oh yeah, that wasn't an amusing scene. Oh. But that see that happens sometimes when you watch the trailer. And then sometimes the bits and pieces of it, maybe a line or maybe a whole scene, a whole bit. That ends up getting cut out as the final product, which you know, it's disappointing when that happens.
0: But, but the animators, as well, with some of these show, some of these films, Pixar, they have a laugh as well at the same time because you'll find outtakes at the end of some of them as well, which obviously they've been filmed on purpose, yeah, you know, or they've been created on purpose. But those bits just add that little bit of magic. To the films as well, yeah,
1: it may, yeah it does those those bits do make it a bit more immersive. It, it almost it almost tricks you into thinking like oh, you know these animated characters, this animated world that I've been like watching, it's actually real. I feel like uh, A, a Box Life* is a great example of that. I love that. I've always loved the, the outtakes, that roll through the of credits for that movie, and it's kind of all a great Pixar movie.
0: Absolutely. So, um, what other podcasts do you listen to yourself?
1: Oh, uh, so many podcasts. Uh, I was going to check through Spotify just to make sure, you know, just to see if any popped in my head. But I'm going to say Opinionated Dutchess. That's like yeah. a drinking and banter show. I've actually had the host of that on my show a few times. I hate it, but I love it, which is a movie review podcast and haven't had to get haven't had to post that on my show yet but I you know I would like I would like to someday someday uh, new game plus that is a video game podcast video game review podcast and that's also great I'm actually I'm actually a member of the discord server and so it's fun to be a part of that whole gaming community as well even as someone like I'm not an active gamer myself but you know it's still it's still fun to listen to the listen to the
0: games You know, would be used. You need to get them on to do Tron or one of the Tron films or something. (laughs) Yes,
1: you know Tron. Yeah, Tron is a. I understand why people like Tron, but I don't personally like it all that much myself. I feel like it's very dated. But like, oh, this is a movie that definitely came out decades ago, and you can feel it with all of the CGI and all, and it's you know, it's very dated that way. But
0: oh oh, well. But carry on with uh, your list.
1: Uh oh, I should say uh Sean uh Sean Legacy. I did have more fun with Sean Legacy though when I saw it, but like, I think I was like 12 or something maybe when I saw when I saw it. But I had fun with Sean Legacy. I do want to rewatch it though, see if it still holds up. But going back to the podcast, uh I guess uh horror queers. Uh that's a, a really good one. We hate movies, mostly nitpicking. Um uh, I Oh, I, I used to listen to uh Mad About movies, but I haven't I haven't been keeping up with the episodes in a while though. But I think I should be getting back into Mad About movies. That's that's a that's a good show as well. But yeah, I just I feel like that's a pretty good yeah, that's a pretty good list. Oh, uh, Ready Ready to be petty, also there. And yeah, I feel like that's that's pretty good in terms of like, you know, just a few of the podcasts that I listen to. And oh. Dating kind of sucks. Dating kind of sucks. Yeah, I just, podcasts just keep popping up, popping up into my into my head as I talk about this.
0: <gasps>
1: but yeah, just a just a few of the podcasts I
0: listen to. So, what advice would you give to people starting their own show?
1: Oh, what advice? I uh I would definitely say when you're creating a podcast, definitely try to figure out, you know, just what the hell are you doing you know what's the format gonna be i'm not saying you have i'm not saying you have to be overly structured uh because i do think if you do try to get too structured early on it well like to the point where it's like you're like, you're doing it too much and it sucks some of the fun out of it. then it's just like why are you even doing this then but i feel like you know go in with the with a good sense of what you're doing you know like what what are you covering how long do you think your episode will generally be? Is it just you or is it gonna be you and a co-host or multiple co-hosts? Uh are you gonna promote this on social media? And just you know, oh uh, what's uh, how what platform are you gonna use? Like, you know, for example, I use, I host the hosting platform because I, I use uh anchor. That's my well, I guess didn't it say? like Spotify, like podcasts with Spotify I think it change. I think Anchor is changing at that. But yeah, just like figure out what hosting platform i are gonna use. Just you know, make a fan, figure out the general sense of what you're what you're going for here. Once you have that set down, then I feel like you just you can jump into it and start the podcast, figure out where how how things will evolve, you know. Work out to Kings because, even you know, obviously, things will evolve. You know, you'll figure out okay, what works, what doesn't work. Just like with Two Sides Critic, Two Sides Critic underwent its own evolution, as you can hear when you listen to the episode. So yep. that will inevitably happen. And just uh, gotta make sure to go with a flow as it happens, as you, especially if you're trying to find guests, you know, if you're the podcast, if you're, if you're the kind of podcast that does do that. And if I, like for my own show, definitely. As I was saying before, definitely got to overcome some off-sport when you're, when you're inviting on guests and you got to work out the scheduling. But, you know, it's worth it. It's worth it.
0: Okay. And now the bit that people really need to listen to even more because then they can make suggestions to you for things to check out and hopefully contact you to uh, come on your show as well, offer their, you know, There, Uh you know, to appear on your show. So where can people find you and get hold of you then, Arthur?
1: Yes, for that, you can find this podcast, uh, my podcast, Two Sense Critic, on Twitter and Instagram at two underscore sense critic. I've got a lot of personal accounts. My personal accounts are on Twitter, Good Pods, StoryGraph, Netherbox, and TikTok at Arthur underscore and 18. And that's the number number 18, number 18, and to specify for earlier, to ask two underscore sense critic, that's the word two, spelled out T-W-O, and that's number two. I'm also on Goodreads, i also Howell, and I can be emailed as well, at email 2 critic at yahoo.com, and that's the number two, and I've got my blog at 2sensecritic.com, and uh, You can also just, uh, you know, just, you know, find my find my podcast, wherever it is in the podcast, you know, subscribe, raise a view, you know, on the Spotify, iTunes, Good Pods, all of those services as well.
0: You know, this is, I've thought this earlier on, and I've thought this a, a few times actually, listening to your show. And I don't, I can't believe that I've only just thought of saying this. So. Does the title of the show come from sort of like just the just the the phrase of, oh, this is my two cents worth? Is that where it comes from? That is correct. That is correct. Uh, I remember, you know, it's, it's funny because I feel like I'm acting not
1: that great at coming up with snappy names, but I feel like that was just, uh, just a moment where I was just like, okay, what name did I come up with? I, I know something Something snappy, something quick, something was like, "Hey, you get, you look at this title, and people can get a pretty good image of what you're going for." And I was just like, "Well, I like to give my thoughts and opinions." You know, again, even as a child, even as a child, I knew I wanted to give my thoughts and opinions. I actually wanted a blog for a while. Even as, again, as a child, I was like, "I want a blog, I want a blog," and if I got a blog. So I was like, "I want to give my thoughts and opinions. I want to give my." two cents on the things I think about on the things I consume so at that point I was like well two cents and eventually it's just like I was running through all the words because i I love using words I'm like very like uh my brain's kind of like a, a dictionary in that way and just uh I was running through all the words the synonyms and I was just like combining them together and eventually I just landed on like two cents. And then something to get like two cents of views, two cents something something, and then I'm like, well, two cents critic. And then as I thought about as I landed on that name, and I thought about it some more, I was like, you know what? This sounds like a, an appropriate title. Again, snappy, short, you know, you get the sense of it. Two cents critic. And I just came up with that title and And then I should give credit to my mom, who also came up with the, like, she she, she, she she basically did the because She got got yeah. this app. where she, she got this app, and then came up with like the the blue color and the the wording on it, like two cents critic, and then the number two Just the whole design with this app, and so that's how she was doing. Yes, the blue. Two that's my critic. attempt at it. Yep, two cents critic. Well, I mean, that's basically that's yeah, yeah, basically right there. Even got the blue. He he got the blue there.
0: Oh. I, I like the ornate number two as well that's on that's on the logo
1: me too me too even like because the apps that just using it did have different options for how the two could appear and so we were just going through all of them and that was the one that just like stuck out to us you know which is really we just really enjoyed it and it was, a, it was a little circle around it too it yeah. the circle would add a nice touch
0: <gasps> Is. Anyway, you can find Pods Like Us on any streaming platform. Well, you're listening to us, so you know how to find us. Uh, and we are on Instagram, Twitter, uh, TikTok, and Threads now, of course. And you can contact us through Pods Like Us at gmail.com. I will never call Twitter X.
1: No, 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 no. I'm not a put either.
0: No, 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 no.
1: Not, no, no. Not Elon Musk. No, 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 no. No, no. <sighs> no.
0: Anyway, thank you everyone for listening and hope you listen again to another episode of Pods Like Us. Oh, <laughs>